0: Today, we're talking about how to wake up early and why I think you will love it. All my best hacks are in this one, like I'm sharing this schedule that I follow that I think could really work for you and how we're going to do it without sacrificing sleep because sleep is so important. For me, if I'm able to wake up, work out, and completely get ready before the house is awake, I have such a better start to the day. I had time to myself and I moved my body and sweat and had time to pull myself together and just be ready for the day. I have so much more patience and I already feel so accomplished. Waking up early gives me more energy during the day and even though I wake up feeling exhausted right when I wake up, once I get moving, I feel great and I just tackle the day with so much more zest. Today, I'm sharing all of my hacks for waking up early without sacrificing sleep and why I think you'll love it. Let's go. Lindsay. This episode is not about how to wake up early and only sleep five hours. This episode is about how to wake up early and feel great and not compromise sleep because sleep is so important. We all know it is, but really your body needs sleep. The actual number I think is different for different people. But in general, I think most experts agree it's between seven and eight hours of sleep per night. I really believe sleep is the best thing you can do for your body to have clarity of thought and creativity and energy and patience and everything we want, happiness, and to have a productive day. So here's what we're gonna cover. How to set up a routine and a schedule so you feel good waking up early and we're talking about early, a 5 a.m. wake-up call is our goal. So in order to do it, we need to go to bed on time, we need to set our alarm, we need to have ready what we need for the day. Whatever our first step in the morning, have that ready to go, and we're going to talk about how to avoid hitting the snooze button. We're going to cover it all and more. So first, go to bed earlier. Stop wasting time. You know that time When you end up spending hours on social media or binge watching TV or something like that. Now, I'm not saying stop doing things you love or you like. I'm just saying do it in moderation and be conscious of how much time you're spending doing it. Because I think a lot of us wind down our day, not that late, but then, you know, an hour, two hours, three hours, it could just kind of be wasted time. Like we're not getting a lot out of it. We could just go to bed earlier. So first, depending on where you're at now, think about going to bed earlier. And I'll get into a little bit later The schedule that I've learned to follow that I think works best for me and I think would work best for most people that's realistic and practical and you don't feel like, you know, listen, most of us aren't newscasters to where we have to wake up at three in the morning to go to our job, which would be so difficult, by the way. So let's set up a schedule that works. And even if you don't have a job that you have to get to, just getting up early It's just the best start to your day. So maybe you're a stay-at-home mom with two little kids, so you're already tired, and the last thing you want to do is wake up at 5 a.m. when they're going to exhaust you all day, but I'm telling you, it will give you so much more energy and physical energy, and also just like emotional and mental energy because you've gotten up early and hopefully you've done something for yourself, whether that's a workout, whether that's organize your day, or meditate, or stretch, or do yoga, whatever it is, I love getting up early and not early to check your emails and your social media, but get up early to do whatever it is that makes you feel the best starting your day. I just love it. I think It's painful at first. 5 a.m., especially if you're waking up right now at 7 or 8 a.m., 5 a.m. is going to feel painful, but it's a game changer for the first part of your day, which really sets the tone for your, your entire day. And one thing that I do that really helps me stick on this schedule is I keep a similar schedule on the weekends, which sounds crazy, but a similar schedule. So usually I'll wake up at 6 a.m. instead of 5 a.m. on the weekends. Now, of course, if I went out the night before or if we're celebrating something or, you know, if it's something out of the ordinary, you know, I don't set an alarm and I'll wake up when I wake up. But in general, every day during the week, I wake up at five and on the weekends, I wake up at six. And I find that keeping a Similar schedule on the weekends really helps my body get in the routine of it and be programmed and it's not so difficult to do because I'm waking up around the same time every day of the week. Next, figure out how to not hit the snooze button. I know this is the hardest thing and especially when it feels so good just to roll over and stay in bed longer. But I've battled with this and, you know, especially working a lot and sometimes not making my bedtime. It's so easy to hit the snooze button, but I really think that's just a such a slippery slope. So if you have to set several alarms. So on my iPhone, sometimes I will set the alarm that is a vibrating alarm. So it doesn't wake up my husband because he doesn't want to wake up at five in the morning. That's just not him. So I'll set my vibrating alarm or I'll set my regular alarm, but on kind of a lower sound. So it's not too loud. So it doesn't wake him up. And I'll maybe set if I, if I know it's going to be a difficult morning, I'll set like four different alarms kind of spaced out. Maybe one is noise and one is a vibration kind of thing. So even if I hit snooze, it's only for like five or 10 minutes if I miss the first or second one. But usually that's only if I've really run myself hard and it's just, it's going to be so hard to peel myself out of bed. But Get in the routine of not hitting the snooze button. And I really believe this starts with one decision. Just right when it happens, just make the decision. I'm just going to get up. Like as soon as you push yourself out of bed, it instantaneously gets so much easier. So just get up and do whatever it is that you can do so it doesn't feel quite as painful. So maybe that's putting on music Or just get moving. Just start moving your body and moving your blood and it will get easier. Don't set your alarm for a time that's not realistic. Because I found that you set yourself up for failure. Like if you're waking up at 8 a.m. now, don't set it for 4 a.m. right out of the gate. You'll see that 4 a.m. on your alarm or your phone and roll right back over. It's just too extreme. Also, because I love a 4 a.m. wake up and for a while I've done a 4 a.m. or a 4.30 and sometimes I go back and forth. But the thing is, if I see a time that just seems like I have too much cushion, like it's just too early, I'll look at the time and then I'll say, oh, it's only four. Oh, I could go back to sleep. And then I'm hitting snooze and then maybe I'm missing it and then I oversleep. So don't overdo it. Set a realistic wake up time so that way You have enough hours of sleep, and we'll get into that a little bit more a little bit later on, but you have enough hours of sleep and you don't look at the time and be like, oh, I can totally sleep. Set a realistic time, tell yourself before, okay, when it's, you know, 5 a.m., the alarm goes off, I'm getting my butt up. You've made the mental decision and you're not giving yourself that cushion to snooze and, you know, maybe sleep for an hour or two and then completely oversleep. For me, I love starting the day with a workout. It's just, for me, it's just what feels the best to move and to sweat and just to get my body moving and stretched out and not stiff is the best part of the day. I would do it if it wasn't, you know, I don't do it for, you know, primarily for calories or anything like that. I do it to feel good and to feel strong and to live a long time for, you know, for health and longevity and all that stuff. So whether it's intense orange theory class or a walk around the block, I think getting your body moving is key. Get the blood flowing. And the cool thing is in the morning that early, a lot of times, you know, the classes aren't as full and there's less traffic early in the morning if you're gonna head out to the gym. So it's just such a good time to just get a jump on the day. Then after your workout, if you listen to my last podcast a couple episodes ago about getting uncomfortable, this will sound very familiar to you. I take a regular shower, a regular hot shower. And then after I do two minutes of cold at the end, like icy cold. So I do all my business. I wash my hair, I do all the things. And then at the end, I do two minutes of freezing cold. And one thing that I didn't mention in that episode that I wish that I would have is people were like, that's insane. And you know, I've, I've read about this and cold plunges and ice baths and all these things. But to me, it doesn't feel quite as I mean, listen, it's, It's like uncomfortable for sure, but I've just worked out. So I'm warm. My body's warm from the workout anyways. It's much more aggressive if you do it from, you know, full asleep, hop in the shower and warm than freezing shower. That's much more aggressive. But this, your body's already been moving. You could still be hot or warm at least from your workout. And it just makes you feel tough. It makes you feel alive. It makes you just like, Ready to go, a lion coming out of that shower, or a shark, if you prefer that analogy. I just feel like it makes me feel so empowered. So I love to get up and work out. Again, sometimes I'll do an hour and a half, sometimes I'll do 20 minutes. Maybe I don't have the energy, maybe I'm feeling a little under the weather, or I have a really early day that day. As I've gotten older, I've really realized that having a consistent sleep pattern is so important. And even though I love waking up early, If it's a matter of giving myself too little of sleep, I'll have a shorter workout and the appropriate amount of sleep, which is I would have never done when I was younger, just because I always would. I got to get it in an hour, an hour, no less, no matter what, every day. And now I'm a little bit more flexible on it just because I know the importance of sleep. And I'm a big fan of listening to your body and giving your body what it needs. Now, not like if your body feels like being lazy, be lazy. But, you know, if I'm like, listen, I feel depleted over the last week. I need more sleep. I'll let myself have a half a workout to make sure I really get the appropriate amount of sleep. So I think that that's important to think about and worth doing. Another thing that wakes me up, once you're up and you're brushing your teeth, put on music. Whatever music kind of at least like gets you going and just gets you in the rhythm of the day, I think that can really help is put on music as you get going. So, probably the biggest thing about waking up at 5 in the morning and making it be, you know, life changing for you, it really is for me, is to have a routine, a nighttime routine and a morning routine. Mine looks like this 9 p.m., I stop doing everything. So, I sort of defend my last hour of the day. I don't go to bed until, or I don't fall asleep until about 10 p.m. every day. So 9 p.m., whatever is you know left undone, goes till the next day, I sort of make that my stopping mark and then I defend my last hour of the day so I can fall asleep in a deep way and have time to decompress before falling asleep. I just feel like it's just so good for you. Now, this is the goal. Lately, I've been working late nights so much more than I want to And I can just feel the effects of my body. You know? I'll do probably just because I've launched, you know, these two new podcasts in the last couple months and we're doing some online courses for a million dollar tan, which are so exciting and something totally new that I've never done. And we're putting so much information into it. I just have so much work and I'm not willing to compromise time with the family. So I'll do once a week all work till two in the morning and then still wake up at five, which is the worst thing. Like it's 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 the opposite. I need to listen to this podcast and take my own advice, but sometimes I just just until I get over the hump of these projects and then I'm going back to not doing that cuz it's totally breaking the rules and I feel it. Like right, you know, you feel like you're working until you collapse and it just doesn't feel the same way. I really think you should find a calm activity before bed. Whatever it is that helps you wind down and do that. For some people it's taking a bath or meditating or listening to relaxing music, or reading. You know, I know experts, probably all sleep experts, would say no TV or a phone just before bed, but because I don't watch TV uh, much at all otherwise, I really like turning on something before bed. I mean, it's interesting or entertaining in some way, and I mean, there's so much more more to offer now. I mean, there's documentaries. I love the Goop series on, I think it's on Netflix. I still love Oprah specials when Oprah does interviews. I think they're so fascinating. I love all nutritional documentaries or anything kind of on health and fitness or anything. All this, oh, I love comedy specials, like new comedy specials, whatever it is that makes you, you know, disconnect for a couple minutes and relax. And like I said, I'm sure experts would say no TV, but I find that it allows my mind to kind of shut off from running in circles and doing to-do lists and thinking of the next day and just kind of relax and decompress. And I like TV some days and other days I need something else. So I really believe in listening to your body and you know, no rules here, but just trying to defend that last hour. So think nine to 10. Nine o'clock, I stop everything I'm doing, the tasks, and then wind down. 10 o'clock, I'm asleep. I sleep for seven hours and I'm up at 5 a.m., And, you know, I'm telling you, you just need this time. You will enjoy that hour so much and your body will benefit from that rhythm. I really believe it's the regular rhythm and the consistency that our bodies are built to like that, to like the consistency and the rhythm. And I think that having a routine is so good for that. People ask me all the time if I sleep. Like, do you ever sleep? And I must just sleep a few hours. How do you run on such few sleep? And that's true sometimes. more. Lately, like I said, than it should be. But really, that's not the goal. My whole thing for, you know, hustling and working hard and being awesome and doing things 110% isn't about doing so much that you're not sleeping. It's about being efficient and maximizing your time and making sure you give enough time to sleep. So this is my routine, and I, like I said, I can't stress enough how much I think sleep is so important, as important as exercise and drinking water. We need it. My morning routine looks like this. 5 a.m., my alarm goes off. I don't hit snooze. I crawl out of bed, and... I just tell myself I just got to get to the bathroom and brush my teeth. And some days, you know, I pop out of bed, like, you know, my husband's so funny, he tells me that my one of my daughters and I are exactly the same. We wake up and start running because we like hop up out of bed and run. Some days are like that. Some days I have zest for it and I'm just like, yes, let's go. And other days I am exhausted and it's like I'm physically dragging my own self to the bathroom, but I'm telling you, it's just get up. Laying there is such a slippery slope Even though it could be like so good in that moment, like the best feeling, I think it's just that one decision, just get up, brush your teeth and just start walking around, just start moving and it gets so much easier. I always have my workout clothes laid out and on a little bench right by my bed. So it's just easy. Even if I'm, you know, half awake and groggy, my clothes are laid out. So I just get dressed and I make my way downstairs to work out. If I need a few more minutes to wake up, I'll hop on the elliptical and just go super mellow or stretch out. Or as crazy as it sounds, if I'm like, there's no way I can just start running right now, I'll even go in the bathroom and put on some light eye makeup, like sort of start to get ready for the day. Only if I'm doing, if I have a workout plan, that's not a crazy sweaty workout and I don't put face makeup on or foundation. I'll just do like my eyebrows and my smoky eye just because I need a few more minutes before I break into a run, which I know probably sounds crazy, but it's, like you know, I got to get ready in the morning. So sometimes when I need those extra minutes, I'll just put a little bit of light makeup on. I'm just, I don't sweat a ton in general. I mean, if I'm doing like if I'm running and doing that kind of a workout I do. But if I'm doing weights or if I'm doing some sort of muscle sculpting or something, I don't sweat that much. So it's not a big deal. Sometimes I'll put on makeup. And so then from about 5.15 to 6.30 every day, I'm working out. I love working out at home for so many reasons. And I will do a podcast about this soon because I've done every workout possible. And just two, well, three years ago, right before I got pregnant with Parker, I was only doing classes outside of the house. So I would do Orange Theory at five and then I would do another class at six. I would either do a bounce class at Bounce Society or I would do a Pilates class. So five days a week, I was doing two classes back to back. And then on the weekends, I would just do one class each day. So I was at like my peak fitness you know, ability right before I got pregnant with Parker and then I had to scale it all back. So I've done it all. I love these classes and I love working out with the energy and all the stuff that comes with it. But I really am so, I love working out at home mainly because of the time saved and it's just so easy. So if you think that, if you can't fit in workouts right now and you're trying to figure it out, I'm going to do a really cool podcast on how to be awesome at working out at home because I think efficiency-wise and time-wise, it helps so much and you don't need nearly as much as... As you think that you do. So for me, it just works out so much better in the schedule because I don't have to book a class and it's free at home. And I just I have so much more time without driving there. So 5:15 to 6:30, I'm working out at home and then 6:30 to 7 a.m., I get ready. So I shower, get myself fully ready, dressed, completely ready for the day from 6:30 to 7. And then at 7, I wake everyone up, I wake the house up and I'm telling you, if I've completely had a good workout, woke up, maybe I listen to some good music or some sort of interesting TED talk while I worked out, I just, I'm in a great mood. I feel healthy. I'm not sluggish. I feel like I've already accomplished something and I'm just ready for the day. It's a totally different start for me than if I wake up late, I throw on my gym clothes, but I have no time to work out. I get everyone else ready. I make breakfast. I'm, you know, it's just It's just different. I instantly feel behind in the day if I don't wake up at five. I just, for me, I've figured that out. And maybe depending on your life and your situation, maybe it doesn't have to be 5 a.m. But there's something very cool about functioning before like most of the world is functioning. I really like it. And the whole key with this is consistency. Consistency is key. After you commit to getting a good amount of sleep, set up that great daily rhythm that gives you energy and you're protecting your precious sleep time. Like you gotta protect it because things happen in life and, you know, ages and stages. If you have a newborn, this is not an option. But once you're out of that phase and you're in a kind of a normal sleep cycle to where you're able to do this, you have to protect that time. I'm telling you, setting up great sleep patterns at the beginning and at the end of the day helps you feel so much better and work smarter during the middle of the day. Great routine in the morning, great routine at the end of the day makes the middle of the day so much better. And like I said, our bodies love the consistency. Going to sleep and waking up at the same time every day is so good for your brain and for your body And these consistent times allow your hormones and the other chemicals that your organs release to get a good rhythm. If you change that pattern or have sporadic sleep, it just takes time for your body to adapt. You know, that's like if you fly across time zones and you get jet lagged, it's like that. Changing your sleep and wake up pattern just changes the way your body moves and its rhythm And, you know, it's like you're getting micro little jet lags every day without a consistent sleep pattern. You kind of feel groggy, your performance is down, you don't have as much energy and, you know, your health can even suffer as a result of it. It's just so important to have that consistent pattern. And, you know, in almost any business book you read about ultra successful people and, you know, the books that are like, you know, what are all the tips for people who are ultra rich or ultra successful What do they do? What are their day like? Almost all of them will tell you. They wake up early. And it makes sense. It gets you a head start on the day. And it's cool because your phone's not ringing, your email isn't dinging, or your text messages aren't going at all, you know, a tiny bit, if anything. But the world is quiet. You know, if you're driving to the gym, there's less traffic going to the gym. So, you know, if you're outside, you can run, and there's less cars and less people, or you can have a quiet space in your house before everyone's awake. You could, like I said, you could meditate or stretch or do yoga. It's just all a matter of winning the battle of the bed. Just get out of bed. It's the hardest, but it's the most important. It's just that one decision. And this is, in my opinion, the best way to boost your daily performance. It's just get up earlier than you probably are now. You can get the most important things done for yourself that make you feel better. Those things that maybe you don't have time to do now, waking up earlier will give you that time and nothing will get in your way. Build your morning routine so that you get up early and those things that are most important for you, you do those important things for you very first thing. And, you know, I really don't think if you have a job and if you're working, I really think that you shouldn't work or if you're in school, that you shouldn't do schoolwork during this time. It's just, for me, this time is like refueling yourself and it's like, it's personal. It's like filling your personal bucket, you know? And when you feel full and when you feel rested and you have this personal time, you just have more to give to your work and to your family. And I feel like I have so much energy to sustain. So. Set up your mornings to do something good for yourself and start the day with energy, you know, because you are, you're being true to yourself and you're honoring your commitments and the things that you want to do for yourself, you're doing it. So you'll just have so much more energy even at 5 a.m. I just love waking up early. I do. I love waking up early. I mean, not always the actual second I'm waking up early. Like half the days, if you asked me the minute I open my eyes, do I love this? I would tell you, no, I hate it. But shifting my routine to waking up at 5am every day actually just made me so much more efficient and happier and have more energy and Be less tired during the day, which is the opposite of what you would think. You would think if you're waking up at 5 a.m., that's early, you're gonna be more tired. But I'm telling you, the name of the game is to regulate your body's clock so you can maximize your own energy and your own productivity. It's just about that routine, the, the routine that is good for your body and the routine that you like and just gives you the best head start for your day. I really hope you try this out and wake up at 5 a.m. with me. It's actually pretty awesome. Thank you so much for listening today and you know, pop over to, how to be awesome at everything.com where we're getting some great stuff going over there. So get on that email list to stay in the loop with all the awesome things we have. And if you are not listening to my other podcast yet, you have to check it out. It's called The Million Dollar Tan Podcast. If you don't know my company, Million Dollar Tan, a sunless tanning company that I've had for, geez, I think I started it 17 years ago. I started it right out of college and I love it. It's my passion, sunless tanning and professional spray tanning. If you have any interest in the business behind pro spray tanning or sunless tanning products at home, or just overall healthy radiant skin and beauty product talk, I think you will love it. That is the Million Dollar Tan podcast. We do new episodes For this podcast, How to Be Awesome at Everything, on Mondays and Fridays. And then the Million Dollar Tan podcast is on Wednesday. So if you want, you can get us three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with podcasts between the two. And it's just a lot of good stuff. Thank you so much for listening, my friends. Now go set your alarm for 5 a.m. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast.